Please get set to be blessed by the teaching ministry of Reverend Dampo Fredericks, the lead pastor of the City of Grace. Tonight we are excited to have in our house tonight our one and only beautiful and adorable Pastor Sandra Ken Ayonde. Let's celebrate her. The only wife, the only wife, the one and only wife, the one permitted by heaven, by law, by the city of grace and by the Catholic Church, even the one permitted by Pastor Ken himself. Praise God. Beautiful mother of one beautiful daughter, adorable. You need to see with that young girl to know that she's full of deposits. Amen. Thank you, Ma, for allowing Pastor to come yesterday. Thank you for bringing him. You are the one that brought him this evening. Thank you for encouraging him to be all that God had intended for him to be. Praise God. Please, I'm taking this time to talk so that you can set it for the man of God. Amen. Want to indicate if you are here, all right, you've never been in the City of Grace before. This is your first time of entering this tabernacle. Please, can you just wave your hand? This is your first time. You've never been here before. All right, yesterday was your first time of coming here. Can you indicate? Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise. Okay, Clement, you were here yesterday. God bless you. I remember your name and this wonderful brother. You were here yesterday. All right, I'd like to shake hands with you after tonight's session. Praise God. Thank you so very much for coming. We love you and we celebrate you awesomely. Praise God. Tonight, God's servant, God's son is in the house. I see this couple yesterday. I saw you yesterday. You and your beautiful wife? Yes, saw you. I'd like to shake hands with you after the service tonight and get to know you more. And this is my wonderful brother in jacket and red shirt. I'd like to talk to you after service too. Praise God. And the one in dark shirt that is holding his hand. The one with game who like... Ezeki and Gaius, the one that is bearded. All right, I think I'd like to shake hands with all of you after service. Let's make it uniform. Amen. God's choice servant is in the house tonight. Yesterday was awesome. How many of you were blessed yesterday? Rhetorical. I was tremendously blessed. I thought I knew so much about prayer until he started to talk. And then I just started to download my pride and start to learn and to take notes. Amen. Tonight, I don't know which way God is going to take him, but I'm excited and I'm hungry. If you are hungry like I am and you love me like you do love the Lord, rise to your feet. Let's receive the ministry of Reverend Ken Ayunde. Praise God as it comes to be a great blessing to us tonight. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you for coming around today. And the city of grace is... A city of grace indeed. Hallelujah. I feel such a presence in this place. Such an anointing in this place. I don't know the direction the Lord is heading, but I know something great is about to happen. Hallelujah. And sir, uh, will you let me pray for you? Can I pray for you? Just put your hands in my hands. You will go far. You will reach the nations of the earth Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. God will raise men that will raise you. Amen. He will send you helpers of destiny. Amen. You will not struggle Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. As you minister, lives will be touched. Amen. Healings will occur. Amen. Miracles will happen. Amen. 
in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will minister with such tremendous anointing Amen. that hell will shake Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 I think the Lord is not done yet. I was sharing with you, sir, the other day on the last Sunday of last year, I was in church, we were about closing the service, I felt such an anointing. And I said, Lord, what is this for? He said, there are a lot of people here who need to be healed. That service, people were so excited that in my imagination, I would not think people need healing. I, when that came and I said, are there people here who are trusting God for healing, one form of healing or the other? Do you know, sir, about half of the church came out? They are here, they are my witnesses, but half of the church came out. Is there anyone here you, you want God to touch you? There's, there's someone in your family, you're going through an ailment in your body right now. The Spirit of God is awesome in this place. His power is here. Can you just come out quickly? Well, we pray for you as a church. Just come out quickly. Let's pray for you. Let's agree. Praise God. Praise God. And this is the school of prayer, isn't it? And there's a prayer called the prayer of agreement. Are we ready to agree? I don't need you to have faith. Praise God. I just want you to agree. Jesus said, if two of you shall agree, as touching on anything that they shall ask, it shall be, give, shall be done of my Father which is in heaven. Whenever the prayer of agreement is prayed by the church, such tremendous power occur. Even though you doubt after the prayer, it still can't stop the prayer from occurring. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 12, when Peter was imprisoned, and prayer was made without ceasing by the church for him. When the miracle came and Peter was at the door knocking, and the little girl Rhoda went to the door, and heard it was Peter in excitement. She didn't open the door, ran to them and said, Peter's at the door. And the first thing the people who have been praying fervently said, they said, they told her, you are mad. You are mad. And as she insisted, they said, probably it's this angel. But you have been praying. What have you been praying? That's how powerful when the church praying in agreement, so much happens. And I want us to agree tonight on all of this. Can we just stretch our hands towards them and begin to pray for them? Pray. Maku de bredishka hakto branamando kradishka pala grossa handeri bakosa barigade. Recrolomonde riandos kapare grandos a prolomonde kredishka paragados. Brecandos e prenimonde kredishka hato sopranamande kredishka. Engrelido soporomonde kredishka hato sopala mando roboske. Ricando zirimonde ricahada sopala gadose prelemende kredishka. Embrekiso prolobrondo kosopranamon kredishka hato kapari gado. Embrekiso polomrondo kezipra gadoska. Stretch out your hands as if you want to receive. Just stretch out your hands. Every one of you out here, stretch out your hands, stretch out your hands. Recrolo bolse mani kreliska paragana la bronda repokos kahata la bandos Engrelido soporo bronda borukasu paragadoske Mengrediska paragados I command you healed in the name of Jesus Healed in Jesus name Healed in Jesus name Healed in Jesus name Healed in Jesus name Engros paligabad If I pray for you can go back to your seats 
you are healed in Jesus name 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 you are healed you are healed you are healed you are healed in Jesus name Marcus Parigandos of Paragados you are healed in Jesus name you are healed in Jesus name and Credisca Palagados of Poromonde Credisca Palagados thank you father in Jesus mighty name Hallelujah. You know, in the church, we are so um, religious and that we don't know we can do certain things and it will still be in place. You know, the Bible says, you shall lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. Most of the time, we think the laying of hands must be on the forehead. He says, you shall lay hands. He didn't say whether to the head, the shoulder, the knee, wherever. He says, you shall lay hands. Wherever you lay hands, healing still occur. Are you with me on this? Praise God. Can we have our seats? Father, we thank you for another opportunity to be enriched, to be enriched by your spirit. I pray, Father, that you stay in us a fresh wave of your spirit. May you stay in us a new dimension of the manifestation of your spirit and your power in our life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hope I'm permitted again today. I feel so close to you when I come down. Praise God. And yesterday I said we'll be talking about um, how to pray and decree. Amen. Amen. You know, Jesus is the perfect model of how a Christian should be. Your model is not your pastor your model is jesus ephesians chapter 4 verse 13. jesus is our perfect model and so when every one of us begin to look up to him is the author and the finisher of our faith when everyone of us begin to look up to him and begin to understudy him we will begin to see how we will become uh, as we begin to grow as children of God. Praise God. You know, Jesus is called the second Adam. We know that. He's the second Adam, and Jesus came to, to, to illustrate or to demonstrate to us the enormous power that the first Adam carried. The first Adam could walk on water, so Jesus walked on water. The first Adam could speak to trees, so Jesus spoke to trees. The first Adam could speak to animals, so Jesus, did, Jesus spoke to, to, to the fish in the sea and he gathered them together so that they can have a, a net-breaking harvest. Praise God. So Jesus is, he came to model and to show us how the Christian life should be. And that's why I love reading the, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It shows me the enormous power I carry as a child of God. Are you with me? If you are with me, say amen. amen. So Jesus came to demonstrate all of that. So Jesus is our model. Wherever he do, I can do. Amen. Can you say it to me? Wherever Jesus did, I can do. Wherever he is, I am. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So Jesus demonstrated how we should live. You know, so much was not written about the first Adam. But when Jesus came, he gave us a clear picture 
of how the first Adam could have been like. You know, the first Adam was filled with so much power. The first Adam carried exactly what God wanted him to carry. Jesus was exactly like the first Adam. Jesus was perfect and sinless. The first Adam was perfect and sinless. So Jesus became righteous. The first Adam would have become righteous if he has overcome the temptation. Praise God. So the first Adam could have redeemed Eve because his blood was sinless. And only a sinless blood can, cover, can, can, can atone for a sinful one. So Adam was sinless, he could have atoned for Eve. So Adam loved, the first Adam loved the woman so much that he chose to die with her. But the second Adam loved the church so much that he chose to die for her. The first Adam died with her the second Adam died for her. Praise God. Hallelujah. So Jesus, everything he did on planet earth, he did what normal men could do. You remember on an occasion where he was, he was accused of, of a treacherous sin, above blasphemy. They said, because he said he was the son of God, he made himself equal with God. In other words, that's why you see most of the time, he always say, I am the son of man. Because when he said he was the son of God, it means he was equal with God. So he always declared, I am the son of man. I'm doing exactly what men should do. So when he always say he's the son of man, he was simply saying, this is, I am equal to man. I am doing exactly what a normal man could do. A normal man who carries, a normal man who is sinless, a normal man who carries God can do such things. And to us, we are sinless because he has wiped our sins away. And if you could be so consumed with God, you could do exactly everything Jesus did. I chose to establish the foundation for the things I'm about to share tonight. Count in our Bibles quickly to Mark's Gospel, chapter number four. Mark's Gospel, chapter number four, verse 25. 25 now, 35. Mark's Gospel, chapter four, verse 35. You know, Jesus lived his disciples, several lessons he taught them and demonstrated certain things before them so that they could learn and began to do those things. Praise God. The Bible says, And the same day when the even was come, he said unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. If it is your Bible, please, you can take, Let us pass over unto the other side. Take it. Just underline it. If it is your digital gadgets, you can bookmark it. In those open your Bibles. But now, what do we say about our digital gadgets? Praise God. What do we say? Uh, log on to all. 
<laughs> scroll there. Praise God. So verse number number 36. Verse 36. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him. What did they do? What did they do? They took him even as he was in the sheep. And there was also with him all the little sheep. Next verse. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the sheep so that it was now full. Next verse. And he was in the hinder part of the sheep, asleep on a pillow, and they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Let's pause here and look at this. And I want to ask Christians this question. Do you actually believe that Jesus was asleep? Do you actually believe that Jesus was asleep? Look at what the Bible says. And he was in the hinder part of the sheep asleep and on the pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And my question to us as the church, was he truly asleep? Who, who, who would build the cart? Was he? Thank you. God bless you. Yes. It's not asleep. A test. To see if their faith will work. God bless. Can we put our hands together for him? See them. Somebody else help us, please. Somebody else. Somebody, somebody have a, a different thoughts from what he just shared with us. Can somebody help us? God bless you. You know, in church, we don't always ask questions. Pastors don't like people asking questions so that you ask questions, pastor may never know the answer. Amen. And praise God. So we don't ask. We just preach and we'll go. We'll close service. If you ask questions, next, yeah, we do next time. So that I can go and... Okay, what do you think? You think he was asleep? He was asleep physically. Spiritually, he wasn't. Who sleeps spiritually? Only Jesus. God bless you, sir. I'm enjoying this, sir. Based on my own view. Fully human. Please, can we give him a round of applause? Because he was fully human. Jesus was fully human. Just like you are fully human. How many of you are not fully human yet? Hallelujah. What we feel, he also feels. For we would not have a high priest who is not touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He feels all what we feel. So what, what, what's, where are you positing? <laughs> what's the submission? Was he asleep was the question. Was he truly asleep? No, Please, let's appreciate our brother for standing up and to talk. You know, they are closer to the kingdom than those who didn't raise them to the hand at all. Now, you see, church, let us do this. Let us believe what the Bible says and not what we think it should say. Let's look at the scripture again. And he was in the hinder part of the sheep doing what? He was asleep. 
He was. The word says he was asleep, so he's asleep. It doesn't matter what your view was or view is. He was asleep. He was asleep. As a matter of fact, he was in a deep sleep. And wouldn't have, it wouldn't be out of place if I say he was even snoring. I've seen couples break up because their wife snores when sleeping. Or the man snores while sleeping. What stupidity. I know a couple like that, they broke up. He said the wife snores too much. So he can't sleep. Why not use ear and sleep? You know, marriage is a whole package. The good, bad, and the ugly. And you receive everything as complete package from God. Because you yourself, <laughs> you're, also, you're also bruised and battered in certain aspects. So the Bible says he was asleep on a pillow. And matter of fact, he was in a deep sleep that he didn't even know that there was a storm. And look at, and, and they awake him. Notice, look at, for you to know he was really asleep, they woke him up. They woke him up. And say unto Master, carest thou not that we perish? You don't even care that we perish. And look at what Jesus did. Next verse. Some of you, 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 you think until you shake yourself before power will flow. Uh, no, look at what happened. Bible says, and he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Can you say hallelujah? hallelujah. <laughs> but notice, now you see, the situation was solved, isn't it? The situation, the job was done. But look at what he did. Next verse. He turned around, he said, and he said unto them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Let's pause and look at this a little bit. It looked on the wrong. No, no, look at, they ran to him. That's supposed to me to be prayers. They ran to him. And they ran to him. They all ran to him. That appears to be like prayers to me. They ran to him. They woke him up. And he arose. And their prayers were answered. But he turned to them and was not impressed. And he said unto them, why are you so fearful? Why are you so fearful? He wasn't impressed at all. He turned and said, you are so fearful. And how is it that you have no faith? Now, why will, now the result has been achieved, but yet he wasn't impressed. He turned to them and said, you are so fearful and you have no faith. The job is done. But he's in, now, when, when Jesus asks certain question, we should not answer too quickly. We need to pause. We need to have a Selah. A Selah moment. A moment where we pause and ponder. You see? <laughs> I told you to underline your Bible in a certain portion. He told them, let's go to the other side. 
You know, Jesus would not have slept in the boat if he didn't see himself on the other side. He has already given the word that let's go to the other side. Wow. And that word was enough to take them to it. doesn't matter the storm, that sheep would have gotten to the other side. Yeah. Do you believe Jesus Christ would have drowned in that sea? No, sir. The creator of the sea would be drowned by the sea? Some of you thought when he was on the cross, the cross held him. No, he held the cross. Some of you thought those nails, then those nails couldn't have pierced through his hands if he has not permitted them. Do you know he couldn't have died? There is no way, there was no way Jesus could have died on the cross. He permitted it. He couldn't have died. God have to make him sin. He has to make him sin so he could die. Is somebody getting something here this evening? God have to make him sin so he could die. God have to turn his back on him because he was so intertwined, so connected to the father that the only way he could have died was if the father turned his back against him. So when Jesus gives a word, it is sufficient to take you the other side. So many of you, the words have gone ahead. Words of prophecy have been released on you. And you are still fearful. Can these things truly be? And moreover too, there's a reason why Jesus rebuked them. He wasn't impressed with them. The fact that they ran to him in prayer. Yes, the job was done, but he wasn't really truly impressed. Why? He has taught them certain lessons. He has taught them that when they speak to the mulberry trees, it can be uprooted from the root and be thrown to the yonder place. He has spoken to them, he has told them that if they could speak to, to a tree to die, the tree could die. He has spoken to them, he has taught them that if they speak to mountains, mountains could be uprooted. And now he was about leaving, and those lessons were not learned. Some of you quote the scripture, James 6, 15, the, effect, the, 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 the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man make tremendous power available. Notice, it's a dynamic in his walking. Notice, now, when you pray, power is made available. When power is available, what do you do with the power? That's where decree comes to place. You begin to direct this power to where it needs to take effect. They carried Jesus in the boat, and yet they were afraid. They carried power in the boat, and yet they were fearful. You see, this is one, this is, now, this is one lesson that God has been trying to teach humanity from the creation of man. Genesis chapter 1, you study that very carefully. You will see that everything that was created was created by words. Everything, everything. There was nothing that was created that was created without spoken words. In other words, everything you see on earth have ears. They have enough intelligence to obey when you speak. So Jesus has been teaching them this. No, no, that was what we, where Moses failed to that was where Moses failed. You remember the story in the wilderness where God told Moses, strike the rock. Strike the rock. 
and he struck the rock. And the Bible says that water gushed out of the rock. At another point, God told Moses, speak to the rock. And Moses failed that lesson. He struck the rock again. Why? Jesus was to be killed once. And after that death, the new creation are supposed to be about life-giving spirits, are supposed to be men and women who has their power in their mouth in correcting and ordering the course of things around their life. That's why God was so angry with Moses. This is a lesson he wants man to understand. And Moses blew it up. And when Moses approached God and said, come, let's look through these things, God said, don't bring this to me again. But thank God we have a merciful God. It, God told him you will not enter the promised land and eventually God changed his mind, he entered the promised land. Yeah, which Bible did you read that one from? <laughs> Which Bible is that one? It's Bible according to Kenneth's translation. And the mountain of transfiguration, who are those who appeared? Where did that incident occur? The promised land. And so Jesus turned to them and said, this lesson, you are yet to learn it. The reason why he was angry with them was they didn't get the lesson. Church, just imagine when every one of us be, begin to declare things. Bible says you shall declare, you shall decree, and it shall be established. Just imagine when we all begin to decree. In your area where you live, things, terrible things are happening, and you are there. Oh, I wish, let's begin to pray. No, no, let's decree. Say, in this area, no any robber that comes will not see the next day without being caught. You get to the office, people are intimidating you in the office, and you say, well, because we are Christians, that's the reason, more reason why they should not intimidate us. The power is in your mouth. All the prayer you've been, you've been doing, is it not enough? Is it not enough? You've been complaining about your circumstances. He didn't say you should look to this mountain and complain and talk about the mountain. He said, you shall say. Do you have mountains in your life? Do you have circumstances in your life? Speak to it. I remember some, some years ago, my wife remembered this clearly. I had a lump in one side of my body. I wasn't feeling any pain on that lump. I just felt, I said, well, some days, sometime in the future, I would just, when I have one, just do a surgery and take that away. And one day in church, I was teaching. I was teaching on Mark 11, 23, and 24. And I illustrated with an illustration I saw somewhere else, a lady who kept talking to a mountain, yeah. talking to a mountain, and, and every time she gets home, she looked through her window and looked at the mountain because of the revelation she has gotten about Mark 11, 23 and 24. She said, mountain disappear, mountain disappear. And one day she opened that window and said, mountain disappeared, the mountain was no longer there. So people screamed and was, they were excited in church. You know, pastor, we need to listen to our own message ourselves. Yes. When I go, no, that's what I do every Sunday. I get home, I listen to the message because faith comes by hearing 
and hearing. I don't know why God designed faith to come through hearing. So you may preach a fantastic message and people are blessed, you are not blessed. So when I get home, I listen to the message. Those days it was one hour plus. It's no longer, so it's quicker to listen now. So, uh, so, so, so I, I was listening, as I was listening, something jumped into me. And I remember that lump. I said, I lose nothing. Amen. I would not lose anything by just saying it. I won't lose anything. So every time I said, Lump disappear in the name of Jesus. Lump disappear in the name of Jesus. Lump disappear in the name of Jesus. Whenever I remember, I just lay as Lump disappear in the name of Jesus. And one day, I laid my hands there. I said, wife, come. wife, come, 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 come. Because she's the only one who can assess that region. <laughs> you see, there's something we need to understand. I don't know why. I'm being drawn to talk about faith a little bit. I've been drawn to talk about faith. Praise God. You see, you see. Some of you say, but I have been declaring nothing is happening. It's like it's even getting worse. It's not happening. It's not showing in my life. And so you give up. No. Stay. Keep declaring it. We are told that the, the, the sheep, you know, with the lead, when you turn the hem of the sheep, it did not turn immediately. When that hem is turned, and your tongue is referred to that, when it turns, every, the sheep have to re get that signal to the point, after some time, it turns to that direction. When you keep speaking, it's like nothing is happening, but people of God, something is occurring in the realms of the spirit. And the more you, the question is, when should I stop declaring until you see it happen? So I have nothing to say, no, until you see it, that's when you stop. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You see what I've been This is how it happened. Now, see, if you understand the power in your mouth, you understand the power of declaring, you will never again in your life be afraid of anything. Yeah. I'm telling you, you will never again, you will never again in your entire life be afraid of anything. Because with your mouth, the Bible said the power of death and life is in your tongue. You see, the real people who have the power of death and life are us. Not those who pray for them and die. We are the ones who have that power. We can kill and make a life. And we know what to really kill. It's not the devil. You can't kill the devil. You can't kill the devil. It is not in your position to do so. But you can kill every problem around you. You can kill lack. You can kill sickness. You can drive out diseases. You can correct, you can correct dysfunctional things in your life. With your mouth, you can channel yourself to the next level of your life. People of God, when you wake up every morning, what do you say? 
when you come out of the place of prayer, ask, ask, Pastor, I love you. You have to say, I'm blessed, I'm highly favored. I'm blessed, I'm highly favored. So if you don't know what it means, just be saying it. Because you see, when you say it even in error, it still happens. If you say it without understanding, it still happens. When I wake up in the morning, I look at myself and say, I thank you, Father. I'm a blessed man. I'm going places. Doors are opening for me. In the name of Jesus, the lions have fallen unto me in pleasant places. I am the right person in the right place. Today has been delivered for me. In the name of Jesus. I'm a success going somewhere to happen. I'm success in motion. I am carrying God. I carry God on my inside. I am above and not beneath. I'm a victor in life. I am not a victim of circumstances. I'm a victor over circumstances. I'm not a prey. I'm a predictor. That's how we rule. Hey! That's how we rule. <laughs> we rule. Some of you, I know it will not be happening here. We go back. In fact, won't clear the in, in church, in Catholic church, and I do hope it happens here too. In Catholic church, when people come to church and have stayed in church for some time, something happened in them. And they don't realize it until I say it in from the pulpit. And some of you have been afraid of night. Have you noticed that you are no longer afraid of night anymore? It's true. I'm not afraid. Because I'm not afraid anymore. That's true. Because when the word begins to take root on your inside, when you get strengthened in your inner man, with might on your inner man, there's nothing you can carry. There's nothing that can intimidate you. You see, pussycat, you are afraid. They say pussycat. How give it pussycat? You see bats, you are afraid. You see oh, you are afraid. Hey! Do you know that those things, if, even, though it, when it, even though a demon inhabits them, it reduces even their spiritual effectiveness. Because it is only man that have the authority to dominate on earth. When they reduce themselves to that level, they become too small for you to fight with even. They become too small. So I so notice that you can walk up at night because at times, do you know why some of you are afraid at night? Say, Edda, cats, oh, bat, they are nocturnal animals, praise God. Their night is their time. Praise God. <laughs> they are nocturnal animals. God created them that way. And you see, and also to say, maybe we're about thieves or robber. Do you know? What is at night is even afraid of you. The dread of you shall be in them. And this was one of the things we got when we became new creatures. The dread, our dread spread around. Some of you, those people you are afraid of, they're actually afraid of you. The reason why they act the way they are because they're actually afraid of you. And you don't even know they're afraid of you. I don't know why I'm going to this direction. But you see people... When you wake up, after you pray in the morning, stand up and begin to declare and begin to channel the course of your life. Because some of you just pray and you stay that way. These guys pray, Jesus answered, but he wasn't impressed. You guys declare it. You guys do something. You can do something. You can change things. 
You know, we become so spiritual ourselves. You know, I'm not a healer. You know, there's no, it's, it's God walking through me. But Jesus said, you shall, you, you, you. And this sign shall follow them that believe in my name. He said, they shall lay answer and seek. And they, it is a, I will recover through them. He said, they shall recover. Why? In his humanity, he was recovering. How the Lord anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good. And the Bible says, he who has anointed us is God. So you carry the anointing of God. The anointing is on your inside. Praise God. Did somebody get anything tonight? Are you ready to decree tonight? Can we be on our feet this evening? Are you ready to decree? Are there some things in your life that, it look, that seems as if they are insurmountable? Some things in your life that look like mountain. Some of you are afraid of your future. You are wondering, what do the future hold for me? What do the future hold? You can create your future. People of God begin to create your future. Hey, I am going places. I am going places. I'm rising. I am rising above circumstances in life. I'm rising. I'm excelling. Is there anything that has been bothering you in your heart? Some things that is like a challenge. Whenever you remember it disturbs you, it's time for you to begin to address them. It's time for you to begin to address them. Is it a relationship? Is it family issues? Is it with your business? Is it with your finances? Is it with your health? Wherever it is, begin to address it at this time. Begin to address it. Begin to address it. Some of you might be your academics. It could be a subject you've been trying. How will I understand this subject? It's time to address it. I have a, have, have a good understanding. I have a quick understanding. I understand quickly. I understand quickly. My mind is a lot. My mind is a lot. The meditation of his word gives me understanding much more than my teachers. For those of you who are students, that scripture is for you. You've been having challenges with a particular subject or a course. Begin to decree and declare to it. Hey! I see a bright future, for I know his thoughts towards me. They are thoughts of good and not of evil. To give me an expected end. I see my end bright. I see my end bright. I see my end bright. I see 2018 working for my good. 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 Oh, posande kabira gado parega daze le kabado se kambali kada yagade rekada zoponoma nekande bato se kapa le kada gabado se keberega deberiga dosa. In the name of Jesus. Come on, just celebrate God this evening. Just celebrate and celebrate answers to your prayers. Celebrate Him in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. There is power in your mouth. No one go in, goes into his presence and come out without the consciousness of power that is only meant for demonstration. When that power is available, you channel it to the direction you won't change to occur. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Can we just appreciate God while we receive your pastor this evening? Hello. I'm sure you have been blessed by the message. We would like for you to join us every Sunday by 8.30 a.m. at the City of Grace, Karuga Road, Kamazo, Kaduna South. God bless you richly and enjoy grace.